Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Hello. How's everyone doing? Hope you had a great week so far. Great to have everyone back. It's been a little bit of a hiatus. We've been on a little break. Yes. Yeah. Schedules get a little crazy sometimes. Everybody who's listening knows how that goes, but uh, we apologize. I know you guys missed us, and we're back for you, though. <laughs> You're just assuming everyone misses you. <laughs> of course, I have to make myself feel better somehow. Well, I can tell you several <laughs> different ways of doing that. Um, but it's not going to be from this particular show. More no. likely, you're going to probably feel a little more terrified. Well, I, I'm going I'm to flip the script on that a little bit. Give it I think it's going. Yes. Uh, what we're going to talk about today, guys, is so important. Um, it is so relevant. But the goal is to find the opportunity within this. As with most things, stress can breed success. Do you know the best time to milk a cow? <sighs> 20 times later, I've heard this joke. No, when is the best time? When she's in the mood. Okay, nobody's laughing just like the other 20 people. Oh, I think someone's laughing, but it has to do with timing, which that's why I brought up the sweet joke. Sure. Because right now, right now we're talking about some changes within the code of the taxation. Yes. And if uh, someone doesn't know kind of what we're talking about, I apologize, but you must be living under a rock. Yeah. There's been a lot of conversations about the the budget, 3.5 trillion, costing 6 trillion, all these different numbers. There's a Mm -hmm. lot of numbers going on, but what's actually hiding behind this is a lot of very important things. And realistically speaking, it's imperative that people understand that in our opinion, retirement accounts are really being attacked. Oh yeah, hundred. They're under assault, right? And and I think we need to preface the whole entire conversation. If you or your clients are saying right now this doesn't pertain to me, they don't have ten million dollars. They're not in you know within the four hundred thousand. That unfortunately is not true in any way, shape, or form. And again, it's not based off of the number. It's the legislation itself that well, they're the, trying to pass. And the concept that that that's the biggest problem. So right. you know, one thing for everyone listening right now to really realize is the number one most trusted advisor in the financial services industry is going to be the CPA or accountant, enrolled agent CPA. But really what people are looking for, we've shown this, we've talked about this, whether it's Google Trends or any other type of data source out there, one of the biggest, most important things that we've seen since this election of 2021 when Biden went into office was conversations about taxation. Oh yeah, of course. Now it's coming to a head. Mm-hmm. And we're seeing, you know, a lot of different things happening. We're trying, we're seeing really four, almost like four different parties. When you look at the politics of this whole situation, you've got your very, very far left, yep. big spending group. You've got your 1980s Democrats that are kind of in the middle fiscally, but socially liberal. You've got your Republicans that people would call the rhinos that right. are kind of Republican in name only. And then you've got your hardcore conservative groups. And now it's just really an opinion. It's 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 going to be interesting who breaks within this thing because you know obviously there's a stalemate within the within the Senate, which um, Kamala Harris is going to be the the tiebreaker if it does become a tie. But right now Manchin's hanging strong, saying mm-hmm. he's not going to vote for this. But we kind of want to go into what this is all about because your clients need to know, and really so do you as the yes. advisor, because it's imperative that you sit down with your clients, have these conversations. Because with it being about the fact that the retirement accounts are under attack, the majority of the people that you are working with right now are either in retirement or Mm pre-retirement. They need to be aware of these things. So we had a conference call today, um, October 1, 2021. And really the conversation is around the term legislative risk, Mm -hmm. right? 
you know, we talk all the time, Cassie, about how people in the financial service industry look, need to look at their overall risk. And that can mean, you know, their, their, their tax risk. That can mean their, their financial risk. That could be market risk. That could be the Income risk of risk. losing someone. Sure. Yeah. But this one's legislative and it's, it's, it's a very important one that a lot of people don't talk about. Cause normally when you look at legislation, you're thinking about transportation or, mm-hmm. you know, different things like that. And that's what they kind of are hiding this bill about. Yeah. Or something that, you know, it might affect you a little bit, but not have a major impact. So, you know, yes, legislation is changing, but how much does that really affect me on a personal level? And this one, a hundred percent can affect you on a personal level. Well, they want you to believe it won't right. unless you're making significant money, as you mentioned before, but mm-hmm. the reality reality of it is, is keep listening to the concept of what we're going to talk about today, because <clears throat> the numbers can still change. This thing's still being debated upon. Sure. And so the numbers can change, but the concept is what for me is mind blowing mm-hmm. and honestly kind of terrifying. It, it's, it's pretty scary what's going on out there. But before we dive into this, also keep in mind that right now, taxes are absolutely on sale. Mm-hmm. And it hasn't been a huge conversation for a lot of people because once the Trump tax laws went into play, it was pretty set, pretty simple. And it was what it was. It was supposed to be that way until the end of 2025. I almost think it was taken for granted that, you know, a lot of people assumed, okay, this is set in stone now and it's not going to change. We'll be okay. And we know that is very much not the case. I mean, best, best run 2025 worst next year or even potentially this year right because he's threatened joe biden has threatened to make make things retroactive the changes this year that has been one of the part of the conversation so it'll be very interesting to see where this whole thing plays out but one thing everyone needs to listen and think about right now is if it's a situation where if you utilize something like usdebtclock.org feel free to go look at it we are almost just shy of 29 trillion dollars in debt Already without any additional that, you know, that's just, and it doesn't matter. I kind of want to say, guys, it doesn't matter what side of the fence you're on. This conversation is about you being a financial advisor and how this really can affect your business by affecting your clients. So you're talking 28 trillion. I think it's, it's very common for people to misunderstand million, billion, trillion. They all rhyme. They all sound normal. And right now, I mean, think about the fact that we're talking about trillions of dollars of spending, you know, 1 million seconds is 14 and a half days, mm-hmm. right? Uh, 1 billion seconds is 32 years. 1 trillion seconds it would ago, it would have been 30,000 BC, right? Yeah. So now take that and make it $29 trillion. Put that into perspective a little bit. Yeah, current one-year tax revenue, Cassie, is just under $3.9 trillion, but we're spending almost $6.9 trillion. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to be a mathematician or a rocket scientist to understand that if this was a situation where let's say someone and their husband came in to sit down with me and they said, Mike, we're, we're in a bad shape. We don't know what to do right now. We're spending $68,000 a year. We're making $38,000 a year and we have 280,000, actually $2.8 million in, in debt. debt. Yeah. What do we do? I mean, I would imagine people would have kind of two answers for that client. Stop spending. Yep. You need to that figure out your budget. Start. Uh, and if they are retired, go get a job. Yeah. You have to pay for this somehow. And if they're you, not, get a second job. Right. 
Yeah. I mean, you have to pay for it. We don't, you know, we don't get off the hook just because, oh, we have to spend more. It's a little bit of a struggle. I'll get the money from somewhere else. No, you're responsible for these debts and you're spending and it's assumed that you're going to take care of it accordingly. Now, what's interesting is you, you know, we're talking about one family, right? Yep. So you mentioned and you said you're responsible, which is absolutely correct. So the debt per citizen in the United States of America, including all citizens, including my 12 year old and my 50 year old son. Yep is $86,630. So if we stop this clock going up right now and just said, okay, reset, everyone pay $86,630. Every citizen would have to pay that amount of money. Yeah, I don't think that's happening for some well, reason. Well, how many citizens are paying taxes? Is it 100%? No. And for, yeah, it's not. So when you look at it, the debt per taxpayer mm -hmm. <clears throat> is $228,999. Yeah. When you take in the fact that $21,567 is the average savings per family, and we are in a situation where we have $3 trillion of deficit being added on a yearly basis, and then they come out and say, don't worry, it's already paid for, mm -mm. it's hard not to call BS on that type of conversation. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can just simply looking at the debt that's there. We know it's not paid for. And kind of how Mike mentioned, we were on an amazing webinar today, just really, you know, learning the details of it, this and the nitty gritty, nitty -gritty. of it. Um, you know, and they were saying, it, it, yes, it's, you know, the three billion right now and some trillion. people trillion see i can't even i don't even want to say that <laughs> you're number. not the only one it keeps happening yeah, and then other people wanted to say six million and even trillion. if it's three <laughs> I'll get it right. This eventually. is why we gotta, you got to stop drinking before the, our podcast. I know, I know. No more fireball. Um, <laughs> the three trillion. Not all of that is paid for. There's already a debt within this bill. There's not enough taxes to cover that right now. Yeah, the way the current bill's written, if you look at the scoring of the Congressional Budget Committee and Office, they're saying it's already a six hundred million million. It is million million. That six hundred million dollar deficit. The yes. way it is right now. But a couple things to keep in mind is how long they and how they scored this thing. So let's go through some specifics on this because I think it's important that we kind of dive in and give people an idea of why we're so concerned. When you look at the, the rising impact on people, a lot of people think that this is just going to hit the rich. Mm -hmm. And so we want people to understand that it's not necessarily the facts. Now I can go into trickle down economics and I can give you several different reasons why I think we should do that on a later show sure. because that's a different conversation, yeah, it but it, although it's very important, mm -hmm. right? The reality is to cover this cost of this particular bill that's out there, we are going to have to raise taxation. Okay. If you go and look at the fact sheet. So when you, when someone comes out with a legislation, they will create a fact sheet and they will let you know what the goal is of each party. Yep. When you look at the fact sheet and I quote, okay, the tax focus from the democratic party right now, it says is to, and I quote, avoid subsidizing retirement savings. Once retirement plans get too big. I wrote down the exact same sentence and I have an exclamation point next yep. to it. Let's say that again. So they want to avoid subsidized retirement savings plans. Well, retirement savings mm -hmm. once retirement plans get too big. So think about what that, that means. They're, they're literally coming after retirement accounts. Now mm -hmm. what they're talking about right now is a big number. Right. Yes, They're the saying $10 million. $10 million number. Right. You add your Roth, you add your IRAs, you add any retirement 401k, plan, 401k, SEP, simple, whatever yes. you're using. <clears throat> Those will all, if they equal over $10, $10 million, yeah. they will stop subsidizing. What's important to realize, it's not the number. Mm -mm. The number's not the important part. Keep in mind that when we had 9 11 hit, which we just um, went through an anniversary of yeah, that. 20 year. 
when 9-11 hit, we started take, taking notice of people's um, transfers that were more than $10,000 in banks. Mm-hmm. Now this bill wants to make it 600. 600, yes. Once, you, once you've created the concept, once you've done what Chris from our office said, once you've opened and you framed out where the door is, you have now opened it for other opportunities. And if yes. you think that this is only going to be for people who make $10 million or more, I would highly argue that that's not going to be the case. No. And a lot of people, you know, are on the Hill are saying the exact same thing that, you know, it's starting at 10 million, but once th- if this gets passed and there's the framework, there's nothing from stopping them from going to 5 million to 2 million to 500,000. And the scary thing is, so what is it? One of the things is that they want to introduce a new RMD. Well, and keep in mind before you even go into that, because that's even more terrifying. Yeah. The thing is, is that you mentioned there's two ways to get out of this debt, right? One was to earn more money. Mm -hmm. And the second was to spend less. Right. Part of this bill is not spending less. We are spending more. So now you're you're basically saying, Go keep spending on what you're spending. In fact, Cassie, what I think you should do is go get another credit card, spend even more. But what you need to do now is get a third job mm-hmm. and or borrow from your parents. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or like, take a loan from a bank and put some interest on it. And then you can own even or, you know, add even more keep to put it. yourself in the hole. And you yeah. know what happens to people that do that? They end up in a situation called bankruptcy. Mm-hmm. Now, the $10 million number is important because and, and before we dive into that even more. Keep them, this is an absolute fundamental shift. This is a gigantic fundamental shift in how we treat retirement plans. Yeah, in fact, and it's never, never reared its head this way. This is a direct assault on what you've done as, yeah. a, as, as a retirement planner to help people or as the consumer. It's a direct assault mm-hmm. on that money because the government cannot afford to make this bill even somewhat reality without attacking what you've done. Right. Well, and it's, it's, it's such, you know, a play because people have been taught, you know, you work really hard, you save for your retirement. Everyone's doing the responsible thing. If they're putting this money in an IRA, contributing to their 401k, that's what we've been taught to do. And it's a great idea. And now the government is saying, wait, 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 we get to change the rules on this because we need more money. Yeah. And, and now we're going to pick an arbitrary number, which can change whenever it wants. Yep. So basically your clients are tax deferring, knowing that the government's going to decide whatever the hell they want from your IRA and qualified plans. And you have no say. And it. you're out of control. Mm-hmm. Right. Now you mentioned the new RMD yes. that's coming out. So keep in mind, we are, we are all aware of the normal RMD sure. that at 72, you have to take a certain amount based upon your life expectancy, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. This RMD is not age-based, correct? No. So it's actually based on your asset size. Um, and again, these can come from qualified and Roth, your IRA, your 401k. And the way that it works is once you hit that 10 million, First, number one, you can't contribute to it anymore. Correct. You're done contributing. So no Absolutely. more growth. Even if, you know, you're still working that job, you can't put any more money. No into more tax it. deferral. No nope. more of the protection that you no. get from these particular plans. And then the way that they're working with the RMD, and I don't know if I had said this already, is that there is no age associated with it. So this is yep. not 72. So if you're in your 40s, you 50s, and you worked really hard and you have that $10 million, you are going to have this RMD. And the way that it's working is, when you have something over your $10 million, so let's say you have a million more, so you're at $11 million, the government is taking that RMD 50% of what you are over. 
Yeah. So you have to take a 50% distribution of the overage. Correct. So to keep in mind, if you had 11 million, as Cassie mentioned, you are forced, required by law to take out $500,000 and they don't care what age you are. Nope. And you will also pay taxes on that number. Correct. Okay. So this is a gigantic, gigantic issue that's out there because there's no age range. So for your, your small business professionals, your, your, your dentists, your doctors, your, your high, lawyers, whatever, your Henry's, your own, your high, you know, high income yep. earners, not ready to retire. You know, th these are the people that are, this could have a huge impact because what's a million dollars today you know, it could be $10 million could be equivalent to that in the future due to mm -hmm. inflation, especially the way the hell it's rising now. Right. So this is again, a huge issue because you save too much. You save too much. And now we're going to penalize you. You, you did for the it. right thing. So you can't add to it. So Social security if, doesn't cover for enough, but right. damn you for saving. Yeah. So even if you had the funds to replace that $500,000, you can't, if you are over that $10 million, you can't contribute to it anymore. And you know, they're just taken. So $11 million. Yeah. You'd, you know, obviously you don't want to pay a million dollars, but you'd be tapped out there, but think of the 13, 14, 15. And you keep saying, you know, right now it's 10 million, but with legislation guys, we have to remember, and you know, we've heard people say this and I love it. It's written in pencil. So it's very easy for the government to change was, this number once that structure is there. Very Becky Swan. Very Becky. Yes. yes. Very Becky of you. I it like was it. a good it's, one. It's true. And so we'll just steal it and use it. It's good stuff. We gave, her, we gave her props. Yeah, we did. There, we cited her on that one. But, you know, <laughs> the other thing, too, is people will say, well, I'll just do my Roth. Well, keep in mind, your Roth is part of that number. And part of the new bill eliminates backdoor Roth conversions. Now there's, there's a debate on that. Some people have said that it's, it's going to stop it based upon an income. I've also read other places where it says that it's not income based at all. Backdoor Roth conversions could be a thing of the past at the end of 2021. These are big, big changes that your clients need to be aware of. Now, where do you go? Well, as an advisor, contact your clients. Yes. Right. Cause I'm going to contact mine and I'm going to contact people that are not my clients right now and let them know. And if you're not doing it, they're going to hear from me. They're going to hear from another advisor in your area. The most important thing to people right now, the number one concern that we're seeing is taxation. Mm -hmm. Okay. So be a leader in that. Let them know what's going on. Do your research, take yeah. some of this information and explain this to people so that they can make decisions on purpose rather than by accident yeah. or once it's too late. Right. And again, even if you don't, you know, if they don't have that $10 million, they need to be aware of what is happening. And then it also positions you in a light that you know what's going on. You're staying on top of the situation, you're educated and you're there to help them. So the number kind of is, you know, irregardless right now, it's communicating with your client to let them know what's happening, how they could be affected, but more importantly, that you are there to help them and guide them. Yep. And so when you look at this, as Cassie has mentioned earlier, and I think I may have said something too, the most important thing right now for the politics aspect of it is <clears throat> they want to pass this bill. Mm -hmm. And so when you look at this $10 million number, most of you out there listening say, well, that probably won't affect a lot of my clients. Right. Your clients will probably say, well, that's not going to really impact or affect me. Keep in mind what they're trying to do right now is just pass the damn bill. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's okay to say $10 million because of that exact reason. They're going to say this 10, this bill is not going to really impact many people. It's not going to have that big of an issue. The majority are going to be okay. Don't worry about it. We've picked this $10 million number, which with all respect is an arbitrary number. It's not going to be a big deal, but what about next year? Mm -hmm. Because when you look at this bill, keep in mind, 
the way that they've built this bill out and the way that they've tried to make it 3.5 trillion is a lot of the new welfare programs and a lot of the spending that comes along with it. They only showed it working for three point or three, three years. years. So three years. How many of you out there listening right now believe wholeheartedly that the government's going to add more <clears throat> to Medicare and Medicaid spending and then take it away in three years? Yeah, they're just going to stop it. Here you get a little bit of extra money. We're going to help you out. Oh, our three years is up. No, they're going to do the exact same thing that unfortunately they're doing right now. They're implementing <clears throat> new taxes and kind of how we said that number is going to go from 10 million to 2 million. You it know, is, who knows? It is not fair at all. And it's not be, they're being very disingenuous when they're looking at this argument saying that this is what that's going to cost because you and I all know this will never be a three-year commitment. This is going to be much, much right. longer. How are they going to do that? Offer uh, people for the next three years and just say, now we're just going to cut the hell out of this. It's, it's just, I don't see that happening. I think no. the price tag is absolutely false. Mm-hmm. I don't believe it in one one bit. I think it's I think it's a matter of where they had to put those artificial limits in there so they could make it hit the right price point. Sure. To try to make it sellable, even at $3.5 trillion, which is insane. Yeah. <clears throat> but that's what they're that's what they're trying to do. So what they're also going to say now, though, and it's also a false narrative, is by doing this, we're going to create so much revenue as a country mm-hmm. that we're going to raise the tax revenue that's coming in. We've seen this. Yeah. I mean, if it's you- going to pay for itself once all the infrastructure is done and there's jobs and which is it's in an awesome idea and mindset. But I think that's kind of living in a rainbow land. Well, it hasn't worked. No, it never has. So when you go back and, and look at it from what we went through through 2007, 2008, and we added all the stimulus in. We were pumping money in left and right in this economy, and it still didn't just jump back. We put trillions of dollars of money in that we had to print out of thin air mm-hmm. and, and straddle the rest of our, our lives with this freaking debt, seven or eight trillion dollars, which is owned by other countries. Yes. Right. And it did not spark it. It did not crush it. So I have a hard time believing that that's going to be the, the saving grace for this whole thing. Right. So yeah, that, that, you know, once this is all implemented, you know, the economy is going to go up. Everybody's going to be working. You know, your GDP is going up. We just GDP is going down, going down. <laughs> God, my brain's not working today. Maybe I do need more fireball. It might, <laughs> it might actually work, but you know, one thing that they didn't talk about with anywhere in this one, in this bill, this is actually some of the good news. You yes. know, they never discussed, they never discussed one specific four number deal. Do you know what that was? I do. Do you want me to say? Go for it. I'll give, so it, and, I'll give and, you that. And we've talked about it, guys. We are talking about the tax code 7702. Uh, and if you are not familiar with what that is, it is life insurance. Yep, it's based upon cash value. Life insurance yes. is not subjected to any of these issues. It's right. not, it's not going to be a situation where you can or cannot contribute based upon age yep. or, or income. It's not a situation that's going to be subjected to your $10 million number or threshold that Cassie's been mentioning or over your, and over. your, you know, additional taxes, if you are taking income from that or a loan from your policy. Correct. So there, this is a big, big deal that we still have a tech shelter, but for those of you that are not utilizing this strategy right now, it might be time to brush up on 7702, yes. how to utilize cash value life insurance as a strategy, because some of the big slams that people had against it would ever would probably potentially be some of the, the gains. They'd be worried that you could do better in the market mm-hmm. and this and that. Well, you know, it's going to be interesting to see how this whole thing with the market plays out. But what we've seen is right now, you might be better off protected from, from taxation rather than being worried about the capital appreciation. Sure. And when there's, we kind they go of, both ways. Yeah. When we went back to it, you know, there's different risks. And the ones that we're really talking about today is task, tax risk and legislative risk. And I think that the 7702, if you're using an IUL, can really 
help curb or any life both insurance or any life insurance, but it can really help curb both of those risks, but you just have to be educated and speak to your clients and let them know how does it work and how might it pertain to their personal retirement situation. Now, the good news of this bill, yes, and a lot of people don't talk about this, but it, it's going to provide some new jobs. They've got $79 billion set aside to hire more IRS agents more, to come after y'all. To find out where you're hiding your money. Somebody, $79 billion yes. towards new employees to come out and say, hey, gotcha. To audit you, to find where your taxes. We had one of our clients ask us, well, where can I hide my $2 million that are under my mattress? I said, keep it under the mattress. No, I just get no. Yeah. I remember when uh, Scrooge McDuck used to have that big vault and he just dive oh, yeah. into he it goes and swimming swim, in it. swim through the gold. I always thought that would really hurt. Yeah. It didn't look comfortable no. at all. But then again, it's a duck cartoon. So fair enough. I digress. So, you know, one of the big things that we can help you with, if this is something you're looking for, we're very proud of our relationship that we have with Stonewood Financial uh, because we have the software, the tools, the strategies right now to be able to help you and your clients really project what this means. Because mm -hmm. I think it's hard for people to really understand what this means, especially when you talk about the percentages. Yes. I think it needs to be dollar amounts for your most of your clients. They I mean, understand dollar amounts a lot more yeah. than they do a percentage. A percentage can be skewed. Oh, that's not too bad. Oh, that's a lot. But when you put a dollar figure to it and they actually see that number, it's a different light bulb that goes off. Well, a 10% loss doesn't seem like a big deal because you got 90% left, right. right? But if it's $100,000, most clients will will shiver in yeah, fear. They're, from they're that definitely not agreeing to the 10%. Yeah, they don't point. love that idea. So, yep. you know, I think what we need to do is, is, and we can, you can call us up on this. We can talk to each other about this. We'd love to be able to explain a little bit more. I think what we really need to do too, is set up a podcast or a, a webinar on something sure. like this, because there's, these are massive changes. And as Cassie mentioned before, you know, it was kind of smooth sailing for a while. We didn't really expect a lot of tax changes until 2025. Once this election happened, we knew it was more than likely coming, but this thing is heated up really, really quickly. And now the devil's in the details and we're finding those things out, which is pretty terrifying. Yeah. And unfortunately, <clears throat> those details are not being discussed to the general public. They're not being addressed on the news. So even more importantly, as that trusted source and that financial advisor, you guys need to be having these tough conversations and then flipping it to but I can help you. There's strategies we can do to help protect you, but you have to make that first step and, you know, communicate with your clients about it. Yeah. I mean, it's absolutely imperative in my mind that you discuss this with your clients because here's what's happening. I've gone up to Capitol Hill. I've spoken to senators and members of the house. I've discussed different bills and what most of them said to me was, Oh, that's in there. Because it's what scary. you have to realize is they're voting on so many different things. And they have so many different aides that are telling them which way they should or should not vote. They have not read most of these things. And it's not uncommon for them to pass legislation that can have an impact on their constituents without understanding what that overall impact can be. Mm -hmm. This is where you can come in and you can be the absolute hero. And I'm telling you, these are, these are pretty terrifying numbers, but you can be the absolute hero because here's the reality. Whether this bill is passed or not passed, Okay. Is not the issue right now. What you need to realize and what your job is at this point moving forward is you need to show the clients that you are in unable, that you are able to uncover. Okay. That they are, are potentially into legislative risk mm -hmm. and your tax risk. It goes back hand in hand. And this is a big change. Now people will come out and say, 
well, you guys mentioned cash value life insurance. It's not a, you know, how do we know that that's not going to change? And there's a really big answer for that. You know, when you look at tax codes, which is uh, Roth IRAs, IRAs, SEP simples, those are tax codes. Those are directly impacted by the tax code. So legislation can change that whenever the heck they want. Right. An insurance contract is that exactly that. It it's is a contract. contract right. And it's a contract between you and the insurance carrier. And what we've seen from the Supreme Court, it's already been upheld several different times, is that the government is not able to come in and undo a contract that has been done. Between an individual and a <clears throat> business. It's, yeah, it's so, not susceptible to the same rules that they can just write these bills and it gets changed. In fact, when you're looking at a government that's so highly focused on forcing people to put money towards retirement and then debt tax the hell out of them. They did mm-hmm. because the one, one provision, the bill too, that I didn't even mention is the fact that they're going to force companies that have five or more employees to have to have a 401k with an automatic contribution of 6%. That's in there as well for you. Small business owners listening right now, if you have more than five, five or more employees, they are want to force you to have a 401k, which is again, going to cost an additional cost of mm-hmm. at least 6% just for the contributions alone of your overall current payroll. Right. So what we, we see is we've seen the Supreme court and other, other courts all across the country really hold up that contract relationship. Mm-hmm. But if things change post Tefra, things like that, where we looked at, they still honored the tax code of when those people bought those particular strategies. Yes, everybody will be, well, for the most part, everybody has been grandfathered in from the original contract. So there are- It's not the most part, it's, it is. Yeah. It's not even for the most part. Everyone has been grandfathered in. Mm-hmm. So these are important things to keep in mind when you're looking at a contract versus a tax law. Yes. These are big, big deals. So you know, when you sit down and you think about it, if, if you're deferring your taxes right now, and you're deferring them into the future, or you're recommending to your client that they do so, you need to understand that not you, not your client, there's only certain things we can do. The IRS is the one that decides how much you will pay and when you will pay. They can change the game Mm -hmm. at any given time you want. It's always the silent partner that you don't know how much you owe until the bill comes due. Well, I remember when I was a kid, you know, or watching my kids, actually, I remember my older son and my younger son playing together and they would play games. And my older son loved to change the rules to make sure he always won. Right. Sure. I mean, he just middle of the game and then you got one, the little one comes up and says, he changed the game and he changed the rules. This is it. Yeah. Like we're seeing it right now. I mean, we're it's, adults it's in, playing this game of tag where all of a sudden the rules change and you just lost. Absolutely. So, you know, as Chris mentioned again, it's brilliant. We have built the frame now to open the door. Yes. Whether this passes or not, this is a this conversation is happening. And it's something that, you know, it's unprecedented. We have not seen this. And I think you kind of mentioned it. This is a direct attack on an individual's retirement savings. Yep. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. I don't care if you have the $10 million or not. This is, they are coming for your money. And the numbers can change, like you said. Sure. And, and the concept is what actually is being sold. Yes. And so it's your job as an advisor to do it when we, to help people with this. You need to, number one, this is from my buddy, Neil, over at Stonewall. You know, it, it's identify that risk. Mm-hmm. Number two is quantify what that means to your particular client. Is this risk something that's actually pertinent to them? So that needs to be addressed and how quickly do we need to address it? And then you need with the client's help to make a plan 
to circumvent that risk as much as you possibly can. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he nailed it with all three of those. And this stuff, you know, it doesn't have to be, you guys don't know, you don't have to read the bill in and out. I would highly suggest you understand it. Um, but if you know your clients, you know their situations, if you have AUM, start looking at all these things, make those phone calls, get your clients in the office. And plus, look at it, guys. It's an opportunity for you to boost revenue and sales. And again, put your clients in a better position by taking that money and take some of the task, tax risk out of it. Yeah. So for my clients that I've utilized 7702 with, one of my contact points is going to be, hey, guess what? Good news. You're good to go. We beat the system. Yes. We utilized pretty much one of the one of the only real tax-free, tax-deferred growth, tax-free income strategies out there that's protected from the current tax legislation. Yep. Right. For those of you that, that have clients with gigantic 401ks, IRAs, Roths, simples, all of them. Those are all up for grabs yes. right now. This is, I mean, this is, I just can't get, get over it. I mean, we had no intentions of even talking about this today on the call. No. Yeah. But the I podcast, mean, the webinar, but- you know, we've all heard this coming, but to actually hear the details and the facts and get it situated in a way that, you know, it's not, again, it's not the $10 million guys. It's the door that is being opened and the, the effects concept, this yep. can cause. The concept is absolutely horrifying. Yes. So yeah. So what our software does, though, is we can actually take this, put your client's personal information in and, and something that's going to be based upon their lifestyle. We can we can put those numbers in and give them an idea of whether or not they should be getting this knocked out in the next three months, mm-hmm. whether it be a Roth, whether it be 7702, whether it be stay the same, whatever the strategy is going to be, let the numbers make those decisions and have the conversations with your clients, because if they don't need to do anything, then but someone else pitches them on and they do it for no real reason. You could help them, right? If someone needs to do something, but they sit back and don't do anything, mm-hmm. we need to help them, right? Yeah. So it's a matter of making sure that you're reaching out, putting everything that you can in into process so that we can, we can really look at these scenarios. Now, yeah. the difficult <clears throat> part again, is this a speculation still, but it is supposedly going to be voted on by the house today. Numbers can change. Again, I cannot stress this enough. What terrifies me is just the fact that they're even talking about the assault on the retirement accounts like they're talking about. Mm-hmm. That was holy grail money. That yeah. was money that was supposed to be protected from all these different things because you did the, the fact right thing and you that say social, well, and social security didn't keep up. Right. Social security didn't keep up. Pensions got beat up. All these different things have happened. And now because you saved and you did the disciplined thing, they say, well, now we're going to pick a number where it's too big. Here's the other thing with all the facts that we have Cass, there's a lot of stuff that we still don't know. Like we don't know if there's over $10 million where they have to take it. Do they have to take it from Roth? Right. Do they have to take it from the traditional? doesn't say that in there right now. Mm -mm. We don't know if it's $10 million as a combined household or is it $10 million as an individual? Mm -hmm. We don't know if that stuff's going to be portable. What happens if it's not per household, it's individuals, but then the one individual passes away, the other person inherits it. What does that look like? There's a lot of these other details, fine details that we don't necessarily know yet because oftentimes they say, you got to pass the bill before you can read it. Ready, fire, aim. Yeah, exactly. Well, and we didn't even mention, you know, a lot of people with the 400,000 that you're bringing in too, there's things within the bill 
about how much you can how much you can contribute and stuff. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, you know, we keep kind of throwing this $10 million number out, but that that's not the only thing that's going to be affected. I I would imagine there's plenty of households that do bring in 400,000 or more and their retirement savings when they're trying to do something right is going to be affected too. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're focusing solely on the retirement aspect of people who have the money right now, but she's a hundred percent right. There are other dimensions to this tax bill that we don't even have time to touch on today. Maybe we jump in those next week mm-hmm. um, and maybe we'll have more clarity next week, but there's a lot of other things. Like I mentioned the 401k you know, proposal where they want to force 6% contributions for any companies over five right. people. Um, you know, and if you own more than one company and you have two people and three different companies, you're still over five because it's going to be a like owned company. So these are big things that we need to look at really need to address mm-hmm. um, so that you can, you can go out there and build your practice and do what you need to do. But your clients folks, Man, they, they need, need you. Yeah. They and, need you right now so much. And it's not, you know, it's not crazy. You don't have to. So maybe don't start. You don't have to necessarily make a phone call to every single one of your clients. If you have high net worth individuals that do have this 10 million, I definitely would give them a call so you can discuss it. But shoot a quick video, um, you know, put an email out there. Tell people if they have questions or they're, they're concerned to go ahead and schedule an appointment with you. These can be very efficient, small touch points that you're sending to your clients and your prospects that can ease a little bit of the worry that they have and possibly provide opportunity for you to help them and close some business on top of it. So start with one of those two things, shoot a video, get it out, you know, do an email, uh, just start talking to everybody. Yeah, I would, I would definitely go out and try to reach as many people as you possibly can with this message right now, because um, unless I was in this industry and unless I searched it out, I wouldn't have found it. I wouldn't have found out about it. All these details and yeah. It's not being discussed. So you got to mm-hmm. keep in mind that what seems normal to you, as far as the education that you're getting and the research that you're doing, with all respect, the majority of your clients aren't getting that same right. type of education. They're relying on you to provide it to exactly. them. Exactly. That's what you're there for. That's yep. why what you're doing is so incredibly important and why it's so important to have, you know, I appreciate you listening to this podcast, but telling your friends about this. If you, if you want more information, if your friends don't know, forward in the podcast. Let them listen to our podcast. Right. Let them get an idea. We're not, as you can tell, we're not here pitching anything. I mean, we're here to help you. If you want some help with this, we have the software, we have the techniques. You can give us a call at 8778-MOTIVATE. We would love to be able to help you with that. But what we really want to really, from my standpoint is, I want to protect people out there with their retirement plans who did the right things and now could come back with the game rules changing and, and right. just get small. Yeah, this conversation is definitely not just for financial advisors. I think you could give it to anybody and they could understand, you know, the severity of what's going on and what's happening. Yeah, I mean, for me, I plan on getting off this podcast. I'll probably shoot another one for my existing yeah, clients. Yeah, of course we are. With the exact same reason to get this out to them and explain to them what this can mean to them. And that's probably imperative that they come in and we at least look at their situation mm-hmm. to see what the impact could be. It it at least lets them know that there's changes coming. You're on top of it and you're going to protect them, which is really what our jobs are. So with that, I, I, you know, think it's been. Wow. We kind of went for the gusto guys. I hope you got all that. And if not, luckily this is a podcast and it's recorded. Um, If you have questions, you want to talk more in detail, give us a call. That's really loud. (laughs) 772-247-4488. I like to rock. What can I say? Rock So yes, give us a call. 877 7 motivate. <laughs> you got that? You sure? Yes. I think the music's too loud. Motivateadvisors.com is the website. M-O-T-I-V, the number eight advisors, ors.com or motivateinvestments.com. Love to be able to talk yeah. to you a little bit more on that. 
If you have questions, please, please, please keep emailing them. We love answering those. We love talking to you. If you want to have a one-on-one call, we are always here to help people who are helping the general public protect their money and do what's right for their money. Yep. Thanks for listening, guys. We will talk to you soon. Have a very wonderful weekend. Take care, y'all. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye.